0: Good day, Lighthouse family. Isang mapagpalang araw po muli sa ating uh, lahat. Uh, at uh, gusto ko din kayong batiin ng isang uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope and I pray that you had a very festive and very heartfelt celebration ng inyong uh, Noche Buena kasama ng inyong mga kapamilya at uh, siguro yung iba, konting mga kaibigan uh, during the uh, Christmas Eve uh, celebration. Uh, today, I'm so excited and happy to be here with you. My name is Pastor Mackie, and I'll be the one sharing God's Word in this um, Sunday online worship service. At uh, ito po ang ating huling Sunday for 2021. Uh, alam ko, marami sa inyo are already looking forward to the new year ang uh, pagsalubong ng bagong taon pero ngayong umaga atin muna tayong uh, pag-uusapan ang uh, ipagpapatuloy natin ang ating pag-uusap at talakayan patungkol sa God of the Bible so for this particular sunday tayo ay ang ating pag-uusapan ay uh, will be coming from the book of First Corinthians at ang title po ng ating uh, topic or theme ngayong umaga ay The God of Holiness. Um, I'm sure lahat po kayo sobrang nabless sa preaching ni Pastor Leo last week, uh, last Sunday wherein he talked about the God of Righteousness coming from the Book of Romans. And uh, two Sundays uh, ago, si Pastor junamanpo po ang nag-preach uh, coming from the Book of Acts, uh, the God who empowers and so, uh, before tayo magsimula, uh, samahan niyo po muna ako sa munting panalangin. Uh, Atin pong ipikitang ating mga mata at tayo po ay manalangin sa ating Dios, Lord, we thank you for this beautiful Sunday morning, Lord, at a beautiful Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, Lord, kung saan man at uh, anong oras man ito mapapanood ng ating mga kaibigan at ating kapamilya dito sa Lighthouse at even in our City Gate Church Lord and so would you join us once again Lord let your spirit move freely in our homes Lord in every home that is tuned in in today's service Lord let your word be spoken today let your voice be heard today not mine Lord and so this is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Again, our, will, our focus will be coming from First Corinthians. And so, para pasimulan ang ating pag-uusap on the book of First Corinthians, atin munang tignan ang a bit of a snapshot or a summary of this book. Again, who is the author of First Corinthians? It is also Apostle Paul, the very first verse of chapter 1. Nagpakilala rin po, gaya ng sa uh, Book of Romans, nagpakilala rin po si Apostle Paul na siya ang may akda nitong uh, sulat na ito. At date it was written, it was written between 53 to 55 AD during Paul's third missionary journey. It's toward the end of his three years ministering in Ephesus. So, by this time, si, si Paul is already about to conclude his third missionary trip. At uh, nung sinulat niya itong letter na ito para sa mga uh, Corinthians, he is currently at Ephesus. At so, yun po ang kanyang uh, mga araw or mga petsa nung, nung sinulat niya ito. And then, para kanino niya sinulat ang 1 Corinthians? It was written to the church Paul had established in Corinth. Kaya po, uh, Corinthians. Yung mga tao sa Corinth ay mga Corinthians. And so, atin din tignan, ano yung context? What was the landscape of the Corinthian church at the time when Paul was urged to write this letter? Titingnan natin ano ba yung... Uh, Context, or ano ba yung itsura or ano ba yung uh, environment ng ng Corinthian Church at yung lugar kung saan nandoon yung simbahan. The Corinthian Church is located in a large decadent seaport. So meaning it's a bustling community. It's a bustling city. Ang daming uh, nagaganap ng na mga trade and commerce and because it's a seaport so maraming goods, services ang nagpapalitan dito. At um, the believers who were primary were primary the gentiles converted by Paul during his second missionary journey. So Paul on his uh, second missionary journey, he came to Corinth at uh, he established the Corinthian church and nung na establish niya ito, uh, umalis na siya syempre and then he went on to continue his missionary journey being an apostle. And so he was the person responsible for having and establishing the church in Corinth and so no pag-alis ni ni Paul wala na siya at that time dito sa sa Corinth nakatanggap siya ng mga balita about yung kaganapan na nangyayari sa uh, Corinth sa Corinth and then so it, it he he got news of the the, the church that he had established had fallen into some serious problems at the book of 1 Corinthians. He devoted his his time in that letter to address many questions, to address uh, the different problems that was arising in that particular church. Problems of disunity, sexual immorality, confusion over church discipline and other matters involving worship and holy living andan po sobrang naging uh, ang ang dating na balita kay kay apostle paul na sobrang problematic na at there is uh, that the church in corinth is going through a very tough time at dahil nga yung sa kanilang environment ang daming uh, immorality na nagaganap ang daming problema ang daming disunity so yung purpose kaya si paul ay sumulat uh, the first letter, uh, First Corinthians nga, di ba? Kasi this is the f- one of two letters that Paul wrote for the church in Corinth. And the Apostle R- Paul wrote his first letter to the Corinthians in an attempt to restore the Corinthian church to its foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Alam ni po, kung titignan natin, if we look closely, into the context of the writings of Paul to the Corinthians, this first letter, kung ano yung during that time sa Corinth is also, I would say, the same things that we are experiencing at the present time. There seems to be like a, a mirror reflection at para mas mabigyan natin ng, uh, ng illustration of this mirror like reflection. siempre nagdala ako ng isang mahiwagang salamin o parang si uh, Kuya Boy Abunda lang. So uh, throughout this message I will be raising up this uh this mirror para na lang uh, illustrate natin yung similarities ng mga nangyari during that time in Corinth and to what was what is happening at our present time. Alam niyo po, sa ating, uh, uh, ang ating church community, uh, para po doon sa uh, hindi nakakaalam or bago lang po na nakatune in dito sa ating online service, our community, Lighthouse Christian Community, just recently celebrated its 31st anniversary. So, ang, ang community na ito ay 31 years old na. Pero kung ating uh, mararamdaman, Dahil nga po tayo ay uh, almost 20 or so months na nang na-lockdown at unti-unti pa lang ulit tayo bumabalik uh, sa pag-gather on-site dito sa ating uh, sanctuary. It seems like yung yung feeling na, na bago, bagong pakiramdam muli yung pagpunta sa church. At sobrang galing ng ginawa ng Lord kahit na may pandemya, that there were still a lot of new Christians that came to know Christ during the pandemic. At isa na yan sa ating um, testimony that we, we say and the stories that we, we tell others is yung mga lighthouse communities that was birthed because and during this pandemic. For old timers like us, anong, anong kinalaman ng ating pag-uusapan? on this God of holiness to what we're experiencing right now. For old-timers like us, the question is, how do we remain in God's holiness as we slowly find our way back into corporate worship? Ngayon na unti-unti na tayo muling bumabalik para mag- mag-worship together on-site. How do we remain in God's holiness? Isa yan sa kapanungan na nais natin sagutin or masagot at makuha ang sagot mula sa ating Panginoon ngayong umaga. And for the new Christians out there, those of you who came to know Christ during this pandemic time, the question is, how do you stand for God's righteousness amidst the constant challenges and temptations we face? Yun po yung ating uh, question para sa umagang ito. Alam niyo po, Paul's letter, this first letter to the Corinthians was uncompromising. Ano pong ibig sabihin ng uncompromising? Ang pagkakasulat po ni, ni Paul ng sulat na ito para sa mga tao sa Korinto ay walang sugar coating Walang mawabang salita, walang masyad, walang palabok na uh, sa pagkakasulat niya. It very, it's very straightforward. It was intended to correct dahil marami pong naglabas ang issue sa church in Corinth that Paul had to address. There were several questions that needed answer. And so, Paul in this particular letter provided answers and provided instructions to the people of Corinth. And in the context of this letter, there's so many warnings that Paul was exhorting to the people of Corinth. He warned them not to be conformed to the world, but rather to live godly examples reflecting godliness in the midst of an immoral society. Alam niyo po, if I would be honest with you, medyo, when I was preparing for this message, medyo nagstruggle po ako ng slight. Very, very slight lang. Uh, alam niyo po, itong uh, God of the Bible, it's it's the theme that we have for the whole year already. At uh, siyempre po, yong kami po uh, the pastors here in Alabang may nabigyan na po ng mga kanya-kanya namin assignment kung uh, anong buwan anong book of the bible ang aming ipi-preach when i saw this when i saw my my schedule na i'll be assigned again uh, for the last sunday of 2021 in my mind i was already conditioned that okay ang aking preaching would be uh, two days after or a day after Christmas. So everyone is, I'm sure, would be in a festive mood, on a celebratory mood. And so sabi ko sa sarili ko, uh, maganda yung message na aking ibibigay. Uh, very, very light lang. Parang very encouraging, uplifting. And so, as I was reading, studying First Corinthians, I found myself in a place we're in. Sabi ko kay Lord, Lord, ganito po yung, parang ganito yung usapan namin ni Lord eh. Lord, pwede ba yung yung message ko on the last Sunday of December, last Sunday of 2021, pwede bang very light lang? Kasi, uh, Pasko eh. Yung yung Pasko, Pasko, Lord, pwede bang medyo yung light lang? Medyo happy lang yung mga ganyan? Pwede bang, Lord, mag-focus lang ako sa chapter 13 ng 1 Corinthians? Kasi love you ni. Eh. It's a, it's a very generic topic at sobrang uh, light lang. Alam niyo po, nung mga unang gabi ng aking pag-aaral nitong uh, book na to, hindi po ako masyado nakatulog. Uh, and ganito po yung naging conversation namin ni Lord, sabi niya sa akin, Ah, gusto mo light lang. Yes po, Lord. Uh, bakit? Yan ba yung gusto mo na marinig nila? Yes po, Lord. Um, pero tanong ko sa'yo, Maki, yan ba yung kailangan nilang marinig? Hindi po, Lord. Kung nabasa mo na yung book, de ba? Yes po, Lord. Ano yung tingin mo ba nung sinulat ni ni Paul itong epistle na to itong letter na to? Yung, yung iniisip niya, na very, very light lang din niya i-address yung mga questions, yung mga issues na narinig niya. Sabi ko, hindi po, Lord. So, if you're gonna, uh, do you want to, sabi niya, do you want to give justice to the letter of Paul? Yes po, Lord. And more importantly, do you want to give justice to my message, to my people? Yes Yes po, Lord. So, bakit ako aayon sa anong gusto mo na very light lang? Sabi ko na lang, sorry po, Lord. And so, nag-struggle po talaga ako na uh, kung babasahin po talaga natin itong 1 Corinthians, it's full of corrections. And as I was preparing for this, as I was praying for this, some ruffles, some... some uh, Feathers were ruffled. Ah, medyo malalim na English yun, no? Uh, there was uneasiness on my part because, as I was looking at the context and the message of Paul to the Corinthians, again there were so many things that Paul and the Lord wanted to correct. To correct the hearts of the people of Corinth. And gaya nga nang sinabi ko, it's like a mirror image, mirror reflection to what we're going through right now. Na sa ating pagtatapos ng taon, parang marapat din lamang na i-examine din at ihayaan din natin ang ating Lord na kung kailangan niya tayong i-correct, tayo ay kanyang i-correct. And so ating titignan, Uh, for the purpose of time, we'll talk about the issues that was happening in the Corinthian church. And for the purpose of time, I will just be focusing on three issues. I will just be focusing on three issues. The first one is about intellectual pride. On the uh, surface, on the surface, this is the first issue that major issue that Paul addressed. The church was divided over leadership. Some followed the teachings of Paul, others favored Cephas, and some preferred Apollos. But if you dig deeper, look closely na ang root or ang uh, center of this division amongst the people of Corinth about over this leadership dispute is because of intellectual pride. We will read from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 11, and 14, 11 to 14 and 15 to 17. For I have been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you, Now I mean this, that each of you, each one of you is saying, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos. I am of Cephas, and I of Christ. Has Christ been divided? Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius. Verse 15, so that no one would say, you were baptized in my name. Now I did baptize also the household of Stephanas. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized any other. Verse 17, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not in cleverness of speech so that the cross of Christ would not be made void. Tito boy, ilabas ang mahiwagang salamin. So, tignan natin yung salamin. Ah, uh, sino kaya ang magpipreach ngayon? Ah, si pastor. Tara, punta tayong church. Sino kaya ang magpipreach next Sunday? Ah, si pastor. Buti na lang, mayroon na kaming lakad. Buti na lang, may out of town kami. Hindi, uh, may, kaming dahilan. Or, sino kaya preach Ah, si pastor sa online. Tulog na lang muna ako. Kwento mo na lang sa akin ha, pagkatapos. Again, another image or another thought that comes to mind pag tinignan natin yung salamin that i've said it's like a mirror reflection of what we're facing right now in a few months time malapit na rin po ulit ang eleksyon and even before magkampanya magstart yung official campaign period nakita na po natin yung ating sitwasyon not just in our family circle in our community lalo na po sa ating bansa. Ako ay makaganito. Ang aking iboboto ay si Kwan. Ay si ganito. And so, nakita na po natin at nakikita na natin na lalo pa pagdating ng kampanya, the official campaign season, that we will be once again divided because of our preference on a particular leader. I know a lot of you have already have made decisions on who to vote. And I pray that you were able and you are going to really research and look at their platform of government, look at their uh, plans for the next six years of this country and make that decision from there. But just like what happened in the Corinthian church, the first issue that Paul addressed is that don't let your personal preference on a particular leader, create disunity, create division in your family, in our community, and most especially in our nation. Wag po natin hayaan na magkasira-sira tayo, pamilya magkakaaway-away tayo dahil hindi tayo magkakapareho ng iboboto. Na handa tayong makipag-away, at even uh, talikuran ang ating mga kapamilya. Handa tayo na mag-unfriend ng ating mga kaibigan dahil taliwas or iba yung kanilang iboboto. Paul urged the Corinthians to focus on Christ and not His messengers. The church is Christ's body where God, God's Spirit dwells. If the church family, if your immediate family, if our church family, if this nation is separated by this unity, then it ceases to work together and grow in love with Christ as the head. Bilang mga Kristiyano, bilang mananampalataya, lagi po nating tandaan na ang ating leader, our head, is none other than Christ. And whoever will come out of that elections this coming May 2022 is the leader that God has ordained to be the next leader of this nation for the next 6 years pero po wag po natin hayaan na magkagalit-galit po tayo at mag itakwil ang bawat isa dahil magkakaiba tayo ng iboboto or magkaiba tayo ng susuportahang kandidato. Tandaan po natin that we as Christians should be fully submitted to Christ. And let's pray for whoever is going to win in the coming elections. Let us pray for our candidate. Go ahead and campaign for him or her if that is what your, your heart's passion is all about. But don't let this unity, don't let division reign among your family, reign among this community, reign in our nation. Because whoever is going to lead this nation, know that they are still under the covering and the protection of our one true God, of our Lord and Savior of Jesus Christ. Let that alone be enough for us to not allow this unity and division to reign amongst us. Ito pong division on the leadership amongst the church in Corinth they'll naging silang maraming alam it's uh, the knowledge that they have received and that's why paul is very much addressing that intellectual pride we can read on verse 26 starting from verse 26 on chapter 1 it says for consider your calling brethren that there were not many wise according to the flesh not many mighty, not many noble, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong and the, and the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen the things that are not so that He may nullify the things that are. So that no man may boast before God, but by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, let him who boasts boast in the Lord. Another issue that Paul addressed in his first letter to the Corinthians is the issue on self-centeredness, self-centeredness. Again, on the surface, Paul was addressing the Corinthian believers who were divided on practices, not expressly forbidden in scripture he highlighted a particular uh, practice which is eating meat that has not been or that had been sacrificed to idols but again if you go deeper and you check the root of this division or this confusion the root is self-centeredness Again, it will point to the kind of knowledge. Dahil nga sobrang gagaling, sobrang talino. Maalam, masyado nang magagaling ang mga tao sa Korinto. That's why, nag na yung self-centeredness sa kanila. We can read on, we'll jump to chapter 8 of 1 Corinthians. Starting from chap- uh, verse 4. I will read, therefore, concerning the eating of things sacrificed to idols. We know that there is no such thing as an idol in the world, and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all from whom are all things, and we exist for Him. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom we are all things, and we exist through Him. However, not all men have this knowledge, but some being accustomed to the idol until now, eat food as if it were sacrificed to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. But food will not commend us to God, we are neither the worse if we do not eat, nor the better if we do eat. But take care that this liberty of yours does, does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. Ulitin ko po yung verse 9. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone sees you who have knowledge dining in an idol's temple, will not his conscience, if he is weak, be strengthened to eat things sacrificed to idols? For through your knowledge, he who is weak is ruined. The brother who sake Christ, died. And so by sinning against the brethren and wounding their conscience, when it is weak, you sin against Christ. And verse 13 says, Therefore, if food causes my brothers to stumble. I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause my brother to stumble. The theme of this issue that Paul was trying to address is the fact that some of the Corinthians, because of their knowledge of Christ, their knowledge of the Bible, their knowledge of, on, on their faith, and because of their self-centeredness, they just have a complete disregard to those people that have yet to reach that level of knowledge of the Bible, to reach that level of knowledge and understanding of the Christian faith. Paul was addressing that very issue of the Corinthian church na maging sensitive, To the level of understanding of other people, especially those that have, you know, just started their faith and have yet to, again, reach that level of knowledge and understanding of Christ, Paul stressed spiritual freedom, although not at the expense of other believers whose faith might be fragile. If we have freedom in an area that another Christian might consider sinful behavior, we are to be sensitive and considerate, sacrificing our freedom out of love for weaker brothers and sisters. Kapati yung faith mo ba ngayon? Ito ba ay naga-uplift at nakakatulong para ang ibang tao na nasa Paligid mo ay makakilala rin sa ating Panginoon? O ang faith na meron ka ngayon, imbis na makapag-uplift, imbis na makapag-encourage ng baby Christian, young Christians, and those that have yet to know Christ, that your knowledge and your so-called deep faith becomes a stumbling block for them. Yun po yung self-centeredness na pinag-uusapan dito ni Paul. Since the pandemic hit, alam niyo po sa ating after 20 or so months na tayo ay nagbabalik muli dito sa ating sanctuary to have on-site worship services again alam niyo po naging uh, i would say quite a challenging uh, and, and struggle to to make that happen nung sa ating pagbabalik nung tayo ay unti-unti nung uh, i would remember if if my memory is is, is correct Noong in-announce na, na magli-level 2 dito sa NCR, I think that was about weekend, magsa-Saturday yun. Um, and so, dahil magsa-Saturday, sa social media, ang dami ng mga advertisements ng mga mall, oh, magbubukas na ulit. Uh, and so, uh, kitas sa, sa mga Facebook yung mga excitement ng mga tao, yes, makakapag-mall na ulit kami. Makakapag-mall na ulit ako. And I think at that time, either that particular Sunday or the next Sunday, the, we, the church is already preparing to once again open. Kasi 50% na yung allowed ng IATF. Of course, there's still a couple of um, restrictions and protocols that has to be followed. Yung, yung self-centeredness, again, if we try to look at the mirror lalabas ko ulit yung mahiwagang salamin. Self-centeredness, what is apt and what is current na pwede nating gamitin that somehow is similar to what they were experiencing is that of survival mode, self-preservation. When tayo ay na-lockdown, the first couple of months ng no 2020 lahat po talaga uh, kinailangan na uh, mag-lockdown at kasi hindi po natin alam kung paano wala pang vaccine no mga na yon and so um, wisdom and the, the instruction of the government is to close down everything but as we continued with the online service Nakita po din namin, nakita po din natin na yung while we were able to, God has allowed us to survive this pandemic because we were able to transition uh, quickly and adapt and launch our online services. Nakita rin natin na siempre hindi naman din lahat is able and capable to buy data para sila ay maka-join sa atin every Sunday. At sa patuloy natin pag-online service, lumalakas yung yung sentimiento ng ilan sa ating mga kapatiran na, Pastor, we cannot afford or uh, hindi po naman din namin kayang sustain yung mag-load ng data para makasabay at makapanood ng Facebook or YouTube. Pastor, kailan ba sana magkaroon ulit na tayo ng ng face-to-face service? At nung nagkaroon na, uh, nag-announce na tayo na magkakaroon na ulit tayo ng ng face-to-face service, there's a lot of feedback, a lot of um, comments that not just Pastor Jojo uh, received, but also from, other that was he shared to the rest of the pastors. And so we prayed about it. He individually asked us in one of our meetings, what is the Lord telling us? But at that time, the clamor of the people, especially from uh, Pastor Sam, Luciano, because of his 2 p.m. congregation, and even Pastor June, nung sa kanyang uh, Robinson's uh, congregation that a lot of our members, a lot of the members of our community is already struggling to uh, na makasabay at makasama sa atin sa ating online service kaya sila yun talagang uh, pat- patuloy na nagtatanong at uh, nagdarasal na sana mag- makabalik na ulit sila sa, sa worship service kasi sa face to face or on site service kasi Ilang Sundays na sila nga nakakamiss dahil hindi na nila din masustain ang uh, mag-load. Nakakalungkot pong isipin na naramdaman ko at nakita ko yung excitement ng mga tao na magpunta sa mall. Pero naisip ko as I was praying to the Lord and asking the Lord na should I vouch and um, give my... Anong anong isasagot ko kay Pastor Jojo when he asked what is our heart uh, telling about the resumption of our uh, on-site worship service? Yes, I would understand that we are still or we need to still be cautious but what is but yung nakakalungkot po na yung pagiging cautious natin ay sometimes naging uh overly critical na po tayo sa mga bagay-bagay yung ating pag natatanong ko yung aki yung ating bang excitement sa pag punta sa mall, ganun din ba yung level of criticality that we have in asking if, is the church following this protocol? Anong, anong gagawin? Anong paano nyo i, uh, how will you pull off that on-site service? Ganito? Paano pag ganito? Paano pag ganyan? Playing all the different scenarios and we appreciate that feedback and that comment. But again, are we just being cautious or there is already are we crossing the line of being overly critical and at the same time yung ating bang pagiging cautious we are already threading a path of convenience Kasi nga naman gigising ka na ulit ng maaga magpe-prepare ka maliligo ka eh kung sa online kaya mo boxa mo na lang TV by dating ng 9:30 kahit popongas poongas ka pa or naka-pajama ka pa or ku anong suot mo nung natulog ka ganun din ba yung excitement ninyo na makabalik at makasama ang ating kapatiran to worship the Lord once again on-site. Somehow, yun po yung naiisip ko, yun po yung parang dilema ko nung mga panahon na yun. Yun yung mga tinatanong ko sa aking sarili at pinag-uusapan namin ng aking asawa. Kasi po, syempre, kami po, ako po, we have three young kids. My eldest is six. And our youngest is one year old and shrimp and their age there's no vaccine for them yet should i how how do i balance that as a father to be cautious na sa aking paglabas baka mahawa ako or madala ko yung virus at mahawa yung aking mga anak but at the same time hearing the clamor and the voice of some of our members in our church community, Pastor, mag-church na ulit tayo. Maluwag na naman po. Uh, tayo po, magsama-sama na ulit tayo, mag, mag, magpuri sa ating Panginoon, sa ating simbahan. Yung ating posisyon ba ay, are we, are we, still, able to... The people that that look at us, we might not know that people are looking up to us. Now I can understand this this song that my my parents uh, used to sing or we used to sing when I attend mass. Yung kanta na Tagalog na uh, parang... I, I don't know if I remember the lyrics ang sabi doon. Parang walang sinuman... Ang nabubuhay para sa sarili lamang. Walang sinoman ang uh, parang inulit lang niya tayo. tayong lahat ay tinipon ng Dios na kapiling niya. Walang sinoman ang nabubuhay para sa sarili lamang. When we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we just don't live for ourselves anymore that we have, just like what Paul is saying here, that we should be cautious or conscious and careful and sensitive and considerate with others that have yet to know Christ. I don't know if that is something that is speaking to you right now, but it, it was and it is speaking to me as I was studying and preparing for this message. The last issue that I'm going to share that was being addressed by Paul in this letter to the Corinthians is unholy living. The Corinthian church had lost sight of God's holiness, which is a standard for holy living. The church could no longer effectively minister or be a witness to unbelievers outside the church. They were consumed by immorality, by division, disunity, and all the temptations around them. And that's why they are now living unholy. Paul addressed that in chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians. Verse 16 says, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy. And that is what you are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you thinks that he is wise in this age, he must become foolish so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God, for it is written, He is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the reason, the reasonings of the wise that they are useless. So then, let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come. All things belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to you. Paul was addressing the Corinthian church that they should be living a life that is holy. God's holiness should be their standard of holy living. And if we relate that particular issue to our issue now, we should also be living a holy life because holy living is our standard. God's holy living, God's holiness is our standard. At marami pa pong issue ang sinagot, marami pong tanong ang sinagot ni Paul in this letter. Sobrang punong-punong po ng sagot, instructions, pagko ang ginawa ni Paul dito. At syempre, hindi lang naman siya nag-correct. Siya rin po ay nagbigay ng instruction. ba? ganun naman talaga dapat. Na tayo ay magko-correct, tayo dapat ay magbigay ng instruction, ng guidance. Hindi lang po tayo basta mag-correct. I think that itself is already a lesson that we need to understand and be reminded of. Wag lang po tayo mag-correct. Magbigay din po tayo ng alternative ng option ng guidance gaya po ng ginawa ni, ni Paul. One of the instructions. Again, kung nagbanggit tayo ng tatlong issue, we will also talk about three instructions that Paul gave to the people of Corinthians. Una na po ay learn. Anong ibig sabihin ng learn? Learn from the lessons of the past. Interestingly, if you go to chapter 10 of 1 Corinthians, you would find Paul talking about the time of Moses and the Israelite people. He brought them back to the time of the Israelites during the time of Moses. We'll find that in uh, verse 1 of chapter 10 for I do not want you to be unaware brethren that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink for they were drinking from a spiritual rock which is followed them which followed them And the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not well pleased, for they were laid low in the wilderness. Now these things, verse 11, these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction. Upon whom the ends of the ages have come, therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed that he does not fall. Verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you, you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. In chapter 10 Paul used that as an example. Paul used that story of the Israelites wandering in the wilderness to illustrate to the Corinthian believers the folly of the misuse of freedom and the danger of overconfidence. Just like Paul was addressing the Corinthian church, he used the same he used the example of the Israelite people, that they too became overconfident. And they too misuse the freedom that they have received. And so Paul warned the Corinthians about their lack of self-discipline. And he goes on to describe the Israelites who despite seeing God's miracles and care for them, like the parting of the Red Sea, yung mga uh, mirac- miracles don't miraculous provision of manna from heaven and water from a rock, they misused their freedom, they rebelled against God and fell into immorality and idolatry. Paul then exhorts the Corinthian church to note the example of the Israelites and avoid the same faith or the same pattern and go back to the same pattern. Paul used the Israelite story and the time of Moses to tell them. Yung pinagdadaanan yung ngayon ay siya ring pinagdaanan nung mga forefathers natin, nung mga Israelite people. They received God, they were saved, and yet, they became overconfident, they became prideful they became self-centered and they lived an unholy life and that's why god was hurt and god punished them yung ginagawa yung ginawa at ginagawa ng mga israel people noon ay ginagawa nyo rin yun yung gustong sabihin ni paul Sana matutot kayo, matutut tayo na yung mga nangyari nung nakaraan ay maging lesson sa atin para huwag na natin ulitin yon kaya kung titignan ulit natin yung salamin, mga kapatid, mga kaibigan, yung story of Moses and the Israelite people and now the story of the Corinthian church they are going to through the same pattern. And what we're going through na- right now is also the same pattern. Let us use that reference, that lesson to change our ways because by looking at what happened to them, that gives us the lessons, that gives us the tools for us to correct our ways. Gamitin po natin yung lessons na ito from the past, from our past para manumbalik tayo sa ating pananampalataya sa ating Diyos para maituwid ang ating buhay para sumigla at magkaroon ulit tayo ng passion to serve God na anumang disunity, anumang self-centeredness na nararamdaman at pinagdadaanan natin ngayon ay maitutuwid natin because we are learning from the past Learn from the lessons of the past. Pangalawa po na instruction na binigay ni Paul sa First Corinthians or sa First Corinthians yung letter niya to the Corinthian church is love, and that is the need for true Christian love. And he devoted one particular chapter and just talked about and defined what true Christian love is all about. And yun po yung chapter 13. Yun po yung sanang gusto ko lang i-focus. Sabi ko kay Lord noong umpisa, na Lord, pwede bang love lang ang aking pag-usapan, ang aking i-share ngayong umaga. Verse 4 of chapter 13, ito yung alam na alam natin. Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. But now, in verse 13, but now faith, hope, love, abide these three. But the greatest of this is love. Yung overarching theme ng First Corinthians is the need for true Christian love. That genuine and pure true Christian love, yun po yung sinasabi ni Paul that will address the disunity, the conflicts between brothers, the disunity, the division that is happening in the in that church, in that Corinthian church, is the same genuine Christian love that will address the conflicts and settle conflicts and divisions and disunity that we are at present time is facing, is going through. A lack of genuine love was clearly an undercurrent in the Corinthian church. Wala po silang true Christian love dahil nga po na unahan at napatungan ng pride at self-centeredness. Creating disorder in worship and misuse of spiritual gifts. Reading this chapter now broadens our understanding of what paul is talking about pagdating sa love kasi usually sinasabi kinokoote natin itong love when it comes to relationships between husband and wife parent and, and and children but if you look closely in the intention of paul in including this in his letter to the corinthian church love is the key to solve and settle any disunity any division in that particular church and then last is live to live out our faith in light of eternity in chapter 15 of corinthians first corinthians paul exhorts and talks about this Verse 50 says, Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we will be changed, for this Perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable will have put on the imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. The weak, Paul is saying here that you can, that you First Corinthians or Corinthian church you can learn from the lessons of the past you can show through genuine love and correcting your ways now kayo rin naman yung makikinabang it is for you and your efforts, your toil is, toil is not in vain in the Lord Paul wrote to clear confusion on this crucial matter which is so important to living out our faith in light of eternity. Nakalimutan po ito ng Corinthian Church. That why, that's why Paul is reminding them again that the death and resurrection of Christ is for them. It's for us. At time then will be Resurrected, and we will join our Father in heaven. That is our greatest reward. That is our greatest prize for living a life that is centered on Christ, that is restored in the foundation of Jesus Christ. That is how Paul was summarizing ito pong first corinthians itong letter niya ito as we close these are the issues some of the issues that paul addressed the church in corinth intellectual pride self-centeredness unholy living. The same issues we are also facing in our church, in our community, at this present age, at this present time. And Paul provided instructions, answers to their questions, answers to their confusion, and that is to learn. Learn from the lessons of the past, to love, to have that true and genuine Christian love for all and to live, to live out our faith in light of eternity. Many of the problems and questions the Corinthian church was dealing with are still present, hindi po in the church today. Our church and The entire body of Christ still struggle with divisions, with immorality, with the use of spiritual gifts. The book of 1 Corinthians very well could have been written to the church for us today. And we would do well to heed Paul's warnings and apply them to ourselves despite all the rebukes and corrections. Yan po talaga ang tema ng 1 Corinthians. Rebukes and corrections. First Corinthians brings our focus back to where it should be. And that is our Lord Jesus Christ. We learn from the lessons of the past because we see God's constant presence and faithfulness for His people. We need a genuine Christian love because it is the answer to many problems of disunity and conflicts between brothers and sisters. A proper understanding of the resurrection of Christ and thereby a proper understanding of our own resurrection in Christ is the cure for what divides and defeats us. This is the message of Paul to the Corinthian church in his first letter to them. It is my prayer that the same message of rebuke and correction really speak to our hearts today, what happened, the story, and the letter of Paul to the Corinthians, his first letter, seems like a mirror reflection to what we are facing right now. I also urge you, I also ask of you, dahil nga po, this is the last Sunday of the year, I know a lot of you are already going to their prayer closets, asking the Lord and writing down your faith visions for 2022, your faith goals for 2022, the things that you want to do for the Lord and the things that you want to submit to God for direction, for anointing, and for wisdom na matanggap ninyo as we all enter into the new year. Maaring marami sa inyo, marami sa atin, ang gustong-gusto nang matapos itong taon na to para makapagsimula muli At sa ating pagtatapos ng taon na ito, hindi lamang sana tayo magsulat ng ating faith goals or faith vision. Just like what Paul is urging the Corinthian Church to submit yourselves to the Lord, to submit ourselves to the Lord for His correction. Mas magiging maganda at magiging maayos uh, ang ating pagsulat at pagpipray ng ating mga prayer items for next year. Kung ang ating Diyos ay hinayaan nating i-examine yung ating mga puso, i-correct yung ating mga puso para sa ganon, ang ating perspective, ang ating focus ay manumbalik sa ating Diyos na si Jesus? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me? Lord, we thank You for Your Word. Lord, we know and we thank You that Your Word and Your message for your people is not just only about a message to uplift our hearts and to uplift our spirits. Some of the most important message that you have for your people is a message of correction and a message of rebuke. At yun po, Lord, yun nakita namin at na-witness namin at na-realize namin sa pag-aaral namin, Panginoon, ng Sulat na ito ni Paul sa Corinthian Church that they needed some tough love, they needed some correction, and they need a brotherly rebuke. And so as we close this year, this last Sunday of the year, Lord, and as we go back to our prayer closets, Lord, I pray, that we open our hearts to you for your correction and for your review. Kahit masakit, Panginoon, kahit it will be uncomfortable and we find ourselves in an uneasy situation. But Lord, that will make us better Christians. That will make us more mature in our faith. Lord, we don't want to be a weak Christian because... It's only the comfort, the uplifting messages that we always want. But Lord, let the corrections, let the rebuke also be heard in our hearts and be instilled in our thoughts and in our hearts, Lord, because we need that so that we can develop perseverance. We can develop endurance. And so Lord, let this message continue to sink in into our hearts, Lord. We submit our hearts and our lives to you today, Lord. Continue to speak to your people today, Lord. This is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. That concludes our service today. Catch us in our New Year's Eve service. Dito rin sa Facebook at sa YouTube. Again, I pray that the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord countenance be upon you and give you peace. And so Lighthouse family and friends, let's continue to share Jesus and make disciples. God bless you. See you on our New Year's Eve service. Bye!